I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome back to Light On, Light Through, episode, let's see, we're doing a lot of episodes lately. This would be episode 288, my review of The Man Who Fell to Earth, episode number one. Well, The Man Who Fell to Earth, which debuted a few days ago on Showtime as a 10-episode series on this cable television network, has a long and distinguished history. The novel of the same name by Walter Tevis was published way back in 1963 to critical acclaim. But I didn't read it because I had switched as a teenager by then from science fiction to rock music as my number one passion, and I didn't go back to science fiction until a few decades later. Philip K. Dick's 1962, a year earlier than 1963, his novel, The Man in the High Castle, made it just under the wire of my first big long splurge with science fiction, which lasted quite a few years. Meanwhile, the Man Who Fell to Earth was made into a 1976 movie starring David Bowie, which I did see and loved, and which also received critical acclaim. A 1987 made-for-television movie followed, which I'm pretty sure I didn't see. I certainly can't remember it. And now we have this new Showtime series. And as I said, I saw the first episode, and I'll tell you, I really liked it. In addition to the multiple provenance of the story from the novel, this new series also has echoes of the superb 1984 movie Starman, starring Jeff Bridges, and the also superb movie, also from 1984, The Brother from Another Planet, starring Joe Morton. So. To be clear, saying that the first episode of this new series is reminiscent of those two great movies is high praise indeed in my book. Both movies had lots of humor poking fun at the mores of the day, and the new Man Who Fell to Earth, well, that looks to have plenty of the same. Both movies also had some serious punchlines, and it looks like the new series has plenty of those as well. And, like the brother from another planet, this man who fell to Earth is black, and his initiation into the culture of our planet will be mainly through people of color in the United States. Like all these other narratives, this visitor from a distant planet is both very bright and, at the same time, mostly clueless about our customs here on Earth. We may or may not find out the reason for this cluelessness during the series. Usually, it's some variation of the crisis was so severe on the home planet for this species way far out into space that the visitor and or his people just didn't have time to properly research us. Their plan to get the visitor to Earth 
probably would have been turned down if it had been submitted to a peer-reviewed journal. But the new series begins with the visitor addressing an assembled group of dignitaries or whomever, speaking in perfect English, strutting around like some kind of combination of Steve Jobs and Elon Musk, with flashbacks to the time the visitor first got here. I think this kind of flashback approach is somewhat overdone these days, and the story would have been better off told in real sequence, but that's okay. I thought Chuatel Echiaksefor, I totally mispronounced his name, I'm sure, but I thought he was excellent as the man who fell, as was Naomi Harris, that at least was easy to pronounce, who did a great job as the woman who reluctantly helps him, but you know, that will be much more. She'll be much more involved with this visitor from outer space. And at this point, it's too soon to tell about everyone else. But what I can tell you is, I will definitely be back here next week and after to tell you what I think of the ensuing episodes. And I hope you enjoyed this review of this new series. And I will be back here next week with my review of episode two, also my review of Slow Horses, also my review of the next episode of Star Trek Picard, and who knows what else. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sound and do what you can to help those brave people who are fighting for everyone's democracy and freedom in their country, Ukraine. The Light on Light Through Podcast. AD. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left again into bits and pieces of history that could have been. Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com. Paul Levinson still codes about an ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries.